Do you ever feel like manifestation is just another thing on your to-do list that you don't have time for? Like your spiritual practice is something that you have to do? Honestly, you're not alone because I felt that way too. Something that's really changed my relationship with manifestation is blending it into my lifestyle so that no matter what I'm doing, I'm also manifesting. I call this manifestation as a lifestyle and it single-handedly made the entire manifestation journey more enjoyable for me and I've seen my desires show up with a lot more ease. Manifesting as a lifestyle has made manifestation go from feeling like a task to something I just naturally do because it's who I am. If you'd like to learn more about this, I've created a step-by-step guide for you. I'll link it in my show notes so you can check it out. You're listening to the Affirmation Addict Podcast with Pyle Corley. This podcast will teach you about the power of affirmations while making manifestation easy and accessible for you in order to enhance your spiritual consciousness. Thank you so much for being here. And now it's time to get started. Hi, everyone, and welcome back to the Affirmation Addict Podcast. Today, I am talking about self-partnership. So I know this week is Valentine's week, and I know it can feel like there is so much focus and so much pressure and so much just energy around finding your soulmate, relationships. Are you single? Are you heartbroken? Expectations about how Valentine's should go. And I just want to talk about self-partnership. I don't want to give any attention to soulmate stuff. I will be talking about um, a very, very specific topic that I get asked all the time that I never address because I can never answer it in like a caption or a short video. So I am diving into a really important topic next week. But for this week, I want to talk about self-partnership. I think when it comes to the manifestation journey, it is so easy to just focus on everything outside of us. And the thing is, is manifestation is such an inside game. Like, honestly, everything else is just a distraction. And manifestation is about your relationship with yourself and your willingness to go and check in on yourself, to go and nurture yourself, to go and question yourself and see what beliefs fit, what beliefs don't fit. And I just want to talk about how self-partnership became the pathway for me on my manifestation journey, because I think it's so easy to get distracted with do this ritual, say these affirmations. And honestly, all of that is just noise. And the entire manifestation process revolves around you plus you. That is it. The way you feel about yourself, the way you see yourself in the world, the beliefs you have about yourself, your sense of self and your identity is the building block to manifestation. Why? Because according to all the universal laws, we are all connected. We all have so many different things that are intertwined. But the one thing that is independent is your perception of yourself. And your perception of yourself is kind of like the filter or the lens, like if you're wearing a pair of sunglasses, that you see the entire world through, that you see your circumstances through, that you see your reality through. So when you can understand what your filtered glasses look like and how you are filtering naturally your life, you're able to kind of peel back and say, hey, I like this about myself or I want to change the way I see myself because 
the way your world reflects back at you is completely through the lens of how you see yourself. And that is ultimately the number one thing people want to focus on when you manifest. And it's called different things. It is called self-concept. It is called identity work. It is called your sense of self or self-perception or self-awareness or self-love even. And ultimately, I think one of the words, I think I heard it I don't know where I heard it, but I heard it somewhere and it really resonated with me. And this idea of self-partnership, where manifestation, the biggest partnership it is, is a partnership between you and yourself. And why am I not saying it's a partnership between you and the universe? Because when we have a natural tendency to put a relationship on, we start to create expectations. And I actually did a poll on my stories and I asked, what is your definition of manifestation? And some of the responses I got were, ask and the universe will deliver. Be nice and the universe will reward you. And it was a very like transactional thing, which is not necessarily wrong, but ultimately it still takes away you and the impact you have on your manifestation. It takes away the ownership and the accountability and the power that you actually have on your desire. And that is all something you can change, adjust, and be intentional with to make sure your manifestations actually come in. So self-partnership, why is that the most important thing? Because your relationship with yourself dictates the way you see the rest of your life. Even if the best things are happening to you, you might not be able to see them as good things because you have such a low sense of self-worth that everything feels like it's happening to you and you still feel like a victim to your reality. I know that sounds tough, but I've been in that. I've been in a situation not that long ago where I had every single desire. I manifested everything. I had all the money. I had all the followers. I had all of the soulmate. I mean, one soulmate, my husband, but like I had everything. Like I had my dream home. I had my dream marriage. I had my dream car. Like I had everything and excess and I still felt like a victim. I still felt like a victim to my circumstances. I still felt just not as good. And all that had to do with was me, my relationship with myself. I was shaming myself. I was being hard on myself and blaming myself as if I wasn't worth this and as if I didn't deserve this or I didn't, I should feel guilty about this. And I think that one of the biggest things that we forget is that, yes, you are a co-creator with the universe. However, the universe and you are one. So the universe is just feeding off of your vibration, which is why I think self-partnership is even more important than your relationship with the universe, because having a relationship with yourself is having a relationship with the universe. So I think it's easy to externalize the universe, but I think it's way more powerful to internalize and realize when we say co-create, we're co-creating with ourselves and we are the universe in human form, meaning you are also co-creating with the universe, but give yourself that respect, give yourself that power, give yourself that acknowledgement that you are just as powerful and also take that responsibility. We love avoiding responsibility. We love um, avoiding the fact that We really are the creators of our reality because we like to have that safety blanket where the bad things aren't our fault, but it's like the bad things are only bad things if we're calling them bad things. And 
I say this as someone who has gone through some very traditionally bad things, but I don't hold it to myself. I don't add it to my identity. I add it to an experience. I add it to this is something I learned, but I don't hold my traumas or my hardships as who I am. I think we have a tendency to wear our hardships as badges of honor and we want to put them on display and keep talking about them. And I think that's empowering. I think that makes people feel less alone. I think it spreads awareness, but I also think it does a little bit more harm in the manifestation space and in the space of creating a future reality where that doesn't keep happening and breaking those patterns and forgiving and healing through. I think we sometimes repeat our stories like broken records with a lack of awareness that it's actually just continuously creating more records to match that because that's just the law of the universe. And Sometimes people create these stories. I was recording on my phone. Sorry. Um, um, Sometimes people create these stories about how hard their life has been with the intention to heal and process and share their story. But what we forget is that what you focus on expands. And it takes a lot of skill. It takes a lot of self-control to share your story if it's hard without feeling any sort of victim energy or feeling sad for yourself. Cause yeah, hard stuff happens to all of us. Like I know you've gone through something and I know I've gone through something. We've all gone through different things that are really hard for us. And when we keep repeating those in a way that isn't serving us, we're just creating more of it. And so I want to tune out that noise. I want to tune out the need to spend energy justifying why you are the way you are and understanding what took you so long to get here and just start building a relationship with yourself. Self-partnership isn't about understanding and finding meaning and the reason behind all of these things, it's more so to me about what is it that I want to keep going, keep creating going forward? And how do I actually embody that and step into the best partnership with myself where I can love and accept myself where I am right here. I can enjoy sitting in my own thoughts. I'm not scared of my own thoughts anymore. I can look at myself in the mirror and not just step into a shame cycle. I can put my accomplishments and lack of accomplishments on display and be completely unaffected by what other people have to say and use my own inner motivation as the only motivation rather than competition and comparing to other people or living up to other people's expectations of what they want you to be as your fuel. What if your fuel all came from within? I feel like self-partnership and creating that relationship with yourself is one of the most beautiful things you can do. And so I hope you kind of got an idea as to what I mean by self-partnership. And I want to share with you some ways that self-partnership has really, really helped me. And I think what I have realized is that 
No one can do the work for me. No one can identify my limiting beliefs for me and reprogram them. Maybe they can help me identify, but they can't reprogram them for me. Like no one can fully do it for me until I am willing to. And I think so much of self-partnership and successful manifestation comes from spending time with yourself. I never realized how big of a role it played, but when we're afraid to be in our own energy, we're almost afraid of our own power and allow yourself to step into your power. We sometimes back out of our own potential and how good we can become and how like grandiose we can create our lives to be. We sometimes self-sabotage because Ego hates change and change is scary and uncomfortable and we hate that, which is natural. I always get a ton of questions in my DMs from people asking how I can manifest X. The truth is you can really manifest anything as long as it's for the greatest good. And if you're having trouble manifesting something right now or you feel stuck on your journey, I have a really beautiful resource I've made for you. It's a free quiz. It's called the Manifestation Archetype Quiz. And it's something that I've created so you can find out your manifestation style to give you more clarity on your spiritual journey. After taking the quiz, you're going to receive the best resources for your specific archetype to help you attract your desires based on where you're at and what you want to create. So you can find a link to the quiz in the show notes or just head to my website at www.affirmation-addict.com. So it's just understanding your relationship with yourself and slowly building that up to where you can feel safe with yourself. I feel like one of the most chaste and sought after feelings that we hope to receive from a manifestation such as money, a soulmate, a dream home, a dream job is safety and security. And when we seek safety and security from external things, even if they're our external things, um, I think there's always more for us to learn. And I think the ultimate um, place to find safety and security is within yourself. And I have not mastered this. I think this is kind of what the point of life is, is learning how to master this and allowing yourself to create this masterful relationship. But once I shifted my focus from trying to create and receive safety from my external desires and starting to build them from the inside out, my manifestations flooded in. And it kind of goes in the same theme where Almost when you stop focusing on your desires, they come in, but it's stop focusing on your desires with the intention that your desires are going to fully heal you and then realize what you actually are craving and focus on building that. So say you're trying to create financial freedom because you want security. So instead of trying to seek security from money, seeking security from yourself, and when you start to focus on building security within yourself, the money will automatically start to magnetize towards you and flow into your life. So that's kind of what I mean is self-partnership is a form of finding everything you're looking for within yourself or creating it within yourself. I think that is one of the biggest foundations to manifestation that we can spend lifetimes learning and practicing. And I don't think anyone perfects it, but I think we can always practice it. And I find it to be so beautiful because we love just 
kind of spreading our energy out so thin towards other people, towards relationships, towards clothes, towards keeping up with trends, towards social media, towards travel, towards everything but ourselves. And I honestly think it all comes back to us. So what if we reverse that? What if it started with us and then whenever we had extra energy, we could disperse it into other things? Because I think your relationship with yourself is the one that you are going to have until the day you leave the human realm. And it's the one that you've had since you came onto this earth and since before you came onto this earth. And so realizing that everything you're looking for comes back to you, the sooner you are willing to just try that out. I think the sooner you will be able to actually understand what your manifestations and your desires are all about. We get nervous because we have so many different layers of our identity, right? Like you're a student, you're a daughter, or you're a son, you're a sister, you're a sibling, you're an aunt, you're a business owner. We start to kind of dilute who we are with all of these different roles and labels that we play in our daily lives that it took me a while to understand myself who I really was. I think I spent the entire last year plus more um, just asking myself, who the heck am I? Like, who am I without these labels? Who am I if no one in my life existed? Who am I if it was just me in a barren desert? Like, who is this? And That takes time to sit with yourself and understand yourself. And it's cutting out that noise and falling in love with who you are, with how you handle life, with how you react to different things that life handles your way. I think self-partnership is a very important, beautiful part that we should all spend more time doing. And it can look like different things, like spending time with yourself, like taking care of yourself and trying to make yourself better, whether it's physically, emotionally, spiritually, um, checking in, like constantly checking in with who am I? Does this feel good to me? Does this feel right to my intuition? Falling in love with who you are, accepting your quirks and honestly embracing those quirks. And if you don't fit in somewhere, knowing that that means nothing about you and you just have to find a different group doing things that make you happy. I remember when I met Tom, he was like, what are your hobbies? And I was like, I have no idea. I molded so much of who I was to everyone around me that I had no idea who I was. I followed everyone else except myself that it took me years to realize what are my hobbies and actually do them. And for me, my hobbies are things like making my own skincare products and painting. I love painting and creating different things from like scratch. Like I love that. Um, that's who I am. Like I love healing and doing all the witchy herbal stuff. Like I love that. I also love everything affirmations and spirituality, but I was like, okay, who am I besides like my career? I'm blessed that I'm obsessed with my career, but who am I besides that even? And so just understanding like building that relationship with yourself can feel so fun when you give yourself permission to love yourself and give yourself permission to have fun with yourself and realize that everything you're seeking is within you and I know we hear that all the time, but I think the pathway to actually experiencing that is self-partnership. Like as much time and energy as you're putting into all of your other relationships, put that into your relationship with yourself and go even deeper, if not. 
And lastly, one thing that I've really, really been on theme, and I kind of touched on this, is if you feel like you don't fit in, you are probably doing something right. If you feel like you don't fit in, you are actually uncovering who you are. We spend like it's human nature to try and fit in, to fit the tribe and survival mode. But we're not in that state where we need to fit in anymore. Um, we can be independent. We can be self-sufficient. So when you notice yourself not fitting in and kind of feeling like the odd one out, whether it's super subtle or super major, that actually means you're probably doing something right. And I talked about this in the last episode where I'm realizing I have – not necessarily outgrown, but changed drastically compared to some of my friends to the point where we have not much in common. And I can feel that energy shift and I genuinely feel like I don't belong and that's nobody's fault. And I'm taking that as a sign of like, hey, I'm actually figuring out who it is that I am, not who everyone else wants me to be. And so giving yourself permission to show up that way. For example, one of the things is like, I am someone who always wants to like end on a good note and like leave it on a positive note. And I realize that we all have a tendency to complain or just kind of gossip or just not always say positive things. And not that you have to be positive all the time, but you can actively choose to end something on a positive note and realizing that some people might find that so annoying. Like I always have a positive spin on things. I think that can be really annoying, honestly, as an observer. Um, If you're in like a bad mood and I'm just constantly sitting there giving you ideas to be positive, that can be annoying. And I'm fully owning that that is just who I am. Like that's something that is so close to me is to not complain and not talk badly about others and not always have to one up in order to make myself feel better. I am really, really learning that and embracing that. And I have to do it with people I've spent my entire life with, with my family, with people who have known me and have molded me. I'm starting to understand what is it that I want to do and who do I want to show up as? And that's part of self-partnership is giving yourself the willingness and that permission to show up how you want to show up, not how everybody else wants you to. So in this theme of Valentine's Day, I know it's very cliche to say focus on self-love, but deeper than that, I want you to focus on your relationship with yourself. Take a look at it. Is it what you want it to be or can it become even better? I think there's always room for improvement and find love and joy and play in that and go for it. Like work and schedule time to build that relationship with yourself, just like you would schedule times for dates, schedule times for dates with yourself. I think it is so profound. I think it is so beautiful and also so healing and nurturing when you realize you are the thing that you've been looking for this whole time. So I love you. I hope you have a beautiful week and I will see you in the next episode. Bye. Thank you from the bottom of my heart for listening. And I hope you enjoyed today's episode. If this episode resonated with you, it would mean the world to me if you could rate, interview the podcast and share it on your social media. So I know to keep creating episodes that are inspiring you to manifest. I'm so genuinely grateful for the time we shared today. And I'd love for you to join the community by following at Affirmation Addict on Instagram. To continue diving into spirituality and manifestation, head over to my website, affirmation-addict.com. Until next time, I'm sending you so much love and so much healing energy. 